Seriously Sinister discusses true petty crimes that may be disturbing to some. Or it could be easy listening to all of you psychopaths out there. Names and places have been changed to protect the hosts legally. Listener discretion is not advised. Welcome to Seriously Sinister, Santa Claus's recent lactose intolerance diagnosis. <laughs> this is Trevin. And I am Amanda. It's Christmas time! It's Christmas time! Everybody get hyped! And how's Santa Claus going to enjoy milk and cookies if he's lactose intolerant? Oh my god, that's horrible! Yeah, so... I really hope that that's not the case for dear Santa. Pour one out for Santa's moist cookies. <laughs> Poor guy. So this week is a little special since it is our Christmas episode. Mm -hmm. So instead of a dreadful dilemma, Trevin and I are going to share some Christmas confessions. And I've got one. Okay, tell me it now. I do not like Christmas music. None of it? Hardly. Wow! I like Last Christmas just because it's like a breakup song. (laughs) And I think, uh, what was the one Paul McCartney did? The, wonderful Christmas time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with the really cool synthesizer in it. I like that, but there's never a good time for Christmas music to me because I can get in the consumerism spirit just fine without having to listen to these shitty But do you like, dun, 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 dun. You hate that? What is it? Uh, is it Mannheim Steamroller? Is that what it is? Don't ask me. Anyway, that's I mean that's pretty pumping. So I, I mean, mean that one's okay. But that one gets me going. Like I was watching Home Alone with Lila the other day, and there's a scene where he's like, "I'm gonna defend this house," and he's running home from the church, mm-hmm. and that song starts playing, and all the houses start lighting up, and I'm just like, "Dun dun 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 dun." <laughs> I mean that song is pretty metal. <laughs> But some of the Christmas music annoys me, but I still like some of it. It's just cheery and dumb, and it's just not for me, and I think people play it too early, too often. Oh, God, yes. It would be one thing if radio stations were like, all right, we're going to do Christmas hour every few hours, but when there's a radio station that's just like, ding dong, Thanksgiving's over, we're doing nothing but Christmas hits from this date until January 5th. Yeah. My car was in the shop because I had a tire blowout the other day. And I had to drive Emily's car and she doesn't have an iPod hooked up to it like I do or, you know, Bluetooth or anything. So I'm listening to the radio station. Well, right now I'm very limited because I can either listen to commercials sometimes or I can listen to (laughs) some Christmas song that there's just not enough of them either. Yeah. There's no variety. And it's just too much for me. Uh, Well, I can kind of relate to that, I would say. But Emily Um, loves the spirit. And so when she's getting work done, She's playing it through the house and I don't want to, I don't want to be the person that just like shits on her holiday spirit, but I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) You're such a Grinch. Well, I also have a Christmas confession. Actually, I do have two. The first one is that I'm still not done with my Christmas shopping. Oh no. You warned me a few episodes back. I feel like. You're just like the men I was talking about. I'm just a dirty old man. (laughs) 
And my second confession is that I do not like the movie A Christmas Story. You know, I rewatched it just last year and I thought, this is okay. But there's certain things about older movies that they just feel so right. I don't know what it is about the way they did it, but it just, it's good. Yeah, and you know, there are good aspects to the movie and there are some things that are kind of funny like the the lamp leg and all that but Mm -hmm. the main character boy how his mouth is just always a little bit open and like his dad is just such a dick there's just like this undertone of nasty raunchiness throughout the whole movie i can't explain it It just gives me like a sick feeling it's kind of a dirty movie like dirty in like a grimy kind of way yeah Yeah. and i just even with like adult cartoon shows that have like a dirty grimy feel like rick and morty or whatever i just i don't know and it's not like i'm the most purest of heart okay Mm -hmm. like but there's something about a Christmas story that I just don't really like it. And I know a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's not a favorite of mine, but that's just like Christmas music where certain channels will play it on a loop on Christmas yeah. Day. Why would you ever play a movie on a loop? Yeah, that's just dumb. There are actually a lot of Christmas movies. They could probably choose from a ton. Yeah. Well, Trevin... So, uh, we do have a little gift exchange from me to you that we need to do here on the show. Okay. Now, I'm sure you're nervous because I feel like you are known for having really shitty reactions to gifts. <laughs> Honestly, I have bad reactions to everything. This <laughs> this show has been a lot of practice for me in reactions because like, when you finish a story, I'm like, okay, Amanda's usually got a good laugh going on or she has a reaction. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> And it's not that I didn't like it. I just don't know how to fully, like... Express yourself. I don't know how to fully express myself or just, like, really send it out there. You know what, Trevin, though? That's one of the things I love about you because I'm so overly the opposite way. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. But here is your gift. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This bag, by the way, is way too big. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I'm opening it up. Oh, yes, it's too big. It's way too big. (laughs) Evan's Mad Libs. Oh, man. Okay, so Amanda made homemade Mad Libs about me (laughs) and Emily and I and Boots, Freddie, and Harvey. And Trevin writes a new song. Oh, wow. I wrote five of them. Wow. I thought I was going to need to staple the sides. And it might need stapled, but whatever. Once you fill them in, it's not like you're going to keep it for your life. Is it glue? It's just glued. It's just glued together right now. So, yes, I wrote five different Mad Lib stories, all based around different aspects of Trevin's life. And Uh. I made them myself. I didn't use, like, a computer generator or whatever, Mm -hmm. which I'm not a Mad Lib professional, so I hope I did it justice. Well, I will let you know as soon as I give them a go. We might have to, like, do one of these, like, on a bonus episode or, like, on a Patreon episode or Mm -hmm. something. 
Oh, I love this picture of the three cats together. I know. Mm. So yeah, I had a bunch of ideas. I didn't do them all. Like I was going to do one called like working out with Trevin. <laughs> I didn't do that one. But I tried to hit that you're a horror lover, your cats, you and Emily's love story. Just a bunch of different things. I'm so. the man and that I make music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. This is... Very nice and thoughtful. Oh my God, your reaction's way better than I thought you would. So that's oh, great. Good. You passed. Good. That's what I really needed to hear. So I was afraid that Trevin would think that this was a shitty gift, but it turns out he didn't. No, not shitty. But just for a fun little additional segment here, because it is Christmas time, mm-hmm. we wanted to share some of our listeners' most horrible gifts they've ever received on Christmas. Yes, we had a post on Instagram and we got a lot of responses and felt like this would be a good time to share them. If you watch like our stories, I try and do this sometimes where I'll be like, what's a crazy dream you've had? Or this instant, what's the worst Christmas gift you've ever received? And then we'll share our favorite ones. There are some really awful ones. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we have to do this. I love when the people play along. (laughs) So would you like to go first, Trevin? Sure. This one is a taser. And they said, like, thank you for reminding me that I need to be scared of the world. Dude, a taser. (laughs) I think think if Jordan got a taser, that would actually make his life. Yeah, he's like one of those weirdos that one time when we were at a party, he actually asked his friend to pepper spray him. Mm -hmm. And I had to witness the reaction of that. So, yeah, he's definitely a weirdo like that. I think if he got a taser, he would be thrilled. If I got a taser, I'd be like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, <laughs> He'd be like, Amanda, can, can we get your taser out? The guys are coming over and we want to play. <laughs> <laughs> but I do see what this listener was saying. You know, especially for women, it's like, here's a taser to protect you from all the fucking crazy animals out there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Merry Christmas to you, too. Well, if they know you like true crime, I don't think it's a bad idea. <laughs> That's true. So this next one <laughs> I thought was pretty bad. This person said, I received a single wall poster of a movie I didn't even like from my sister-in-law. It felt like an afterthought. Yeah. I mean, that's really dickish. Like, posters are pretty large. Mm -hmm. If you don't like that movie, what are you supposed to do with that? It stays rolled up until it gets broken under something in the closet, I guess. I know. Of course that was an afterthought. You don't even like the movie? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, this next one, Trevin, please. This one might be the worst one of all. So this one is a potato scrubber from their ex-mother-in-law while everyone else got $500 checks. Oh, my God. So is that just, like, is it like a loofah for your potato or what? You got a dirty potatoes? Is that what well, they're trying to tell you? Well, sometimes if you keep the skin on, you really are supposed to scrub them pretty well because oh. there's, like, dirt and pesticides and all sorts of stuff. I so usually like, just peel it off. Yeah, yeah. So if you peel okay. it off, then that's fine. But yeah, if you leave the skin on, it's a fine tool to have. But when everyone else is getting $500 and 
And this person was receiving a potato scrubber. <laughs> and this person actually followed up with us in our DMs afterwards because I shared it and reacted to it and was like, okay, this is horrible. <laughs> and she basically was like, yeah, things didn't work out with this guy or his family. And I'm like, yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah, they're all like, hey, we're going to use our $500 checks and go on vacation. You want to come? It's like, no, I'm just going to scrub some potatoes. <laughs> That's horrible. Horrible. Oh, my God. So we have this one that says that they received a self-help book that dictated my personal beliefs. Gotta love it when someone tries to tell you who to be on Christmas. Yeah, that sounds very family. That that (laughs) must have been from an older family member. I have to guess. For sure. (laughs) Uh, Next is always something scented, and I usually don't like the smell. Oh, has that ever happened to you? Like you got a candle that you just absolutely despised? I think I've only gotten a candle once and it was at like a white elephant thing. Unless you count my Boots and Harvey and Freddy candles, which I don't light. I just... Yeah, they're just beautiful. Yeah. But if somebody got me something scented, I would think that they just thought I stink. <laughs> They'd be like, you stink or your house stinks or yeah. It's like, what are you trying to say? At least if it's like a scented lotion, maybe they're just saying you have dry ass skin, mm-hmm. but <laughs> which I can handle because I know I do. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> wow. I guess if I got something that... I don't even know what scents I really, really hate. But I mean, there's ones I'm indifferent about. Yeah. I usually like any scent that's like food related. If something's yeah. like chocolate donut or... Baked goods. Any baked yeah. goods scent, I'm all about that. Yeah, burnt broccoli and cabbage. <laughs> If I got that scent, if I got like, oh God, a Brussels sprout candle, yeah, honestly, I would probably cry. Yeah, dude, they should like those Harry Potter jelly beans, but like candle versions. I have seen there is a company called Man Candle or something. There's like a fart flavor and a beer flavor and a hmm. also. <laughs> Funny how you say fart and go with flavor and not scent. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, moving on. Let's just call this one our last one here. Okay. This one says, when I was like three or four, I got underwear for Christmas and I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at this age, honestly, I would be happy to have it. But I understand at a younger age, this is a problem. Exactly. Honestly, if I got them now, I'd be like, oh, sweet. My dog keeps chewing these up anyway. Like, great. Mm -hmm. But yeah, three or four? Oh, God. God, that's my daughter's age. Yeah. If I was just like, okay, baby, open the box. I mean, with her, it's kind of different, I guess, because if they had cool Disney characters on them, maybe, but I still think she'd be like, okay, what's the next gift? Yeah, like as a kid, you're like, you're my parent. You're supposed to clothe me. I don't care. Right. It's just like if somebody said, for Christmas, you can have dinner. I'm like, <laughs> I was hoping to have dinner anyway. And you can go to bed in your room. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> I feel ya. Oh my God. Well, that was fun. I am so sorry for everyone out there who has received a bad Christmas gift. And just to make you feel like you're not alone, we're going to share our worst Christmas gifts we've ever received. Yes. So do you have one? I'm sure you do. Oh gosh. I've got one. My Aunt Debbie, which bless her heart. (laughs) Little Debbie. She got me and my brother each these boxes and... She's kind of a loopy woman. Uh, I don't think she'll ever hear about this. <laughs> so sorry, Betty, if you do. I open it up, and inside it was 
one cosmic brownie, uh, an old thing of oh, like the fish in a like a can, not anchovies, but uh, sardines. Sardines. You are freaking out of your mind right now. You a got cup, sardines in a box. A couple old rags. <laughs> and there was a little plastic ball. And inside of the ball was, it's like one of those toys where there's a little basketball hoop inside of it. And then there's like a loose ball and you can kind of like move it and shake it to try to get the ball to go under the hoop. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> and the weirdest thing about it was... She is like over my shoulder going, oh, I just know that you. And she picked out every single thing and explained to me why it was perfect for me. Oh, She's my like, God. Well, I know you like meat and cans are easy to carry. Oh, and sometimes <gasps> you use rags to wipe stuff up. So you do this. And I remember you used to play basketball. And or no, the basketball one, she said, oh, I found this one in my basement. <laughs> oh, my God. Aunt Debbie. Oh, it's Debbie, not Betty. I think <laughs> yeah, I you told said her Betty. Betty earlier. And then my brother opened up his, and his was just as random, too. But at one point, he pulled up this plastic thing and was like, what the hell is this? And she reached over and grabbed it out of her hand and gave it to me and was like, that's the base that that ball's supposed to sit on. <laughs> so, like, she had completely just split up the parts that go to what and put them in each other's box oh my god and it was weird like i think i eventually ended up using that rag for something but the weird thing was the rag was like a kind of a brownie orange color it was like something got spilt on my floor and i thought oh a perfect use for it i put this in the water and it turned the water brown before <gasps> i even washed anything oh my god duh so i was like oh. dirty rags and sardines <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You might take the cake out of all of this. So, my grandma got me a gift once, and I was a teenager. I think I was 13 at the time. Mm hmm. And we, this was still around the time where we still did all of our Christmases with my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. So you're opening these gifts in front of like a big old crowd. Mm hmm. And I open it, and it is a VHS movie, and it was uh, Barbie and the Nutcracker, <laughs> and nice. it was like a cartoon movie, an animated Barbie movie, and I was just so embarrassed because I was a teenager at the time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I didn't want this or wasn't going to watch it, and I had to force myself, Trevin, to be like, uh -uh. Thank you. Oh, this is great. And what I ended up doing with it is I was babysitting like a bunch of people's kids at the time and I would play it for them. Hey. But it was so age not appropriate and so <laughs> embarrassing to open in front of all my older cousins because I was like trying to be cool. And then it was like, oh, Amanda got Barbie in the Nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So it's more of not just a bad gift, but it also was like a bad situation. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be a dick, but what the actual hell? How old do you think I am? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, grandma's and aunts. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do with them? So are we already at story time? It's story time. Okay. Who's going first? I can't even remember. It is me. Okay. All right. So my story... <laughs> is obviously going to be based around the holidays because this is our holiday episode. You know, I don't think I have anything I'm going to say about it besides that. And we're just going to discuss it afterwards. Okay. And here we go. 
There's no better way to celebrate a time of importance than by showing your spirit. Before you clutch your pearls in fear, please know that I am not talking about ghosts and ghouls. I'm talking about a sense of camaraderie or a showing of passion for the given time. Whether it be wearing a sports jersey to the big game, putting a big decal on your car, or flying a giant flag on your house to show what rich old white man you are supporting politically. Rich old white man 2020. These are all ways of showing your spirit. It's a way of letting people know what you care about while also welcoming other people with the same beliefs to find something in common with you. Hey, we have the same favorite rich old white man. I have my own forms of showing spirit. My main showing of choice is t-shirts with logos on them. It's nice to represent the forms of entertainment that help get me by in this difficult life. From superheroes to horror movies and everything in between, it brings me a lot of pride to let the world know what I'm about without even having to say it. One of the biggest times in the world to show spirit is around the holidays. Just about every holiday has its own set of decorations and ways to show your love for it. But since this is the Christmas episode, let's just focus on that. Many people love lining their home with Christmas lights, setting up manger scenes in their front yards, and blasting Christmas music for the world to hear. They will wear ugly sweaters for the entire month, boycott companies that don't use their holiday of choice on their cups, and force their families to watch the same movies they just watched last year. A Christmas story again? This showing of spirit is tradition. For all of the different ways of decorating, there is a wide array of just how far you can go with this. There are the people who can put up a tree and call it good, and there are the people who are trying to compensate for something by trying to suck all of the power from the grid just to blind their neighbors. There are the tasteful, the non-celebrators, the tacky, and the downright extra. Just like mourning the death of a loved one, we celebrate in our own ways. The holiday story I'm about to share will put you front row with one of these celebrators. It will shove the holiday spirit so far down your throat, you'll be shitting sugar plums well into the new year. Carrie Llewellyn was a 42-year-old woman living in Colorado Springs, Colorado. She was a simple gal with simple needs. She loved daytime naps, Christmas, and of course, her 18-year-old hunk of a husband, Jeremy. Sure, some people may have judged their large age gap, but Carrie had a thing for bad boys. In Jeremy's short 18 years on this earth, he had already gotten himself quite an arrest record, making him the most sexy and questionable of the troublemaker types. It was in the early part of December, and it was beginning to look a lot like Christmas at the Llewellyn household. Carrie had covered every surface of the house with trinkets and ceramic Christmas statues. The home was unrecognizable from where it was back in November and she loved every bit of it. Was it organized 
or even nice to look at? No. But did it fill Carrie's heart with the spirit of Christmas? Her choir of precious moments angel statues would sing a resounding, yes. However, with all of the candy canes and gingerbread cookies coursing through her bloodstream, Carrie did feel a little self-conscious. As this was Jeremy's first year out of his parents' house, he did not see as much of a reason to decorate or celebrate Christmas. He did not want to help decorate the tree, and he would constantly complain about the garland covering part of the TV. Babe, I'm trying to play Grand Theft Auto! Although her house would reflect that of a holiday natural disaster, she still felt there was so much joy inside of her that she had to keep inside. That was until one morning when Jeremy decided to take one of his 2 a.m. walks. This wasn't anything new to Carrie, but when she awoke the next morning, she saw a big surprise in her yard. There, standing proudly in her yard, was a statue of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from the 1964 animated classic. Carrie jumped for joy and ran out to pet the inanimate object. You're a good little reindeer. Without drawing attention to Jeremy's good deed, she cranked her Mariah Carey Christmas album and dusted all of her decorations. All I want for is you. From that evening on, Jeremy would go on his 2 a.m. walks and Carrie would wake up to more statues in her yard. From cutouts of Mickey Mouse to rows of inflatable penguins, Dalmatians, and even characters from the movie Frozen, both Carrie's front and backyard began to reflect the inside of her house. Even for Carrie, this was beginning to be a bit excessive. She thought as far as her simple brain would allow her to. Was he going out and blowing all of his savings at the 24-hour Walmart on these decorations? Or every night at 2 a.m., was he turning into some kind of werewolf that had an insatiable thirst for decorations? That's when she remembered Jeremy's previous arrest. Just two months ago, Jeremy was arrested for stealing Halloween decorations. Surely his addiction hadn't returned. As another morning began, Carrie got out of bed to see the shadow of a large figure in her window. She gasped in fear until she realized it was a familiar face. Stepping outside of her door, she peered around the house. Standing in front of her bedroom was a nine-foot-tall, inflatable Grinch being kept up by an air compressor plugged into the side of the house. As she stepped closer to inspect her newest gift, she saw a strange bit of handwriting. On the tag were five letters written in Sharpie, spelling the name Frank. She couldn't believe it. Jeremy's addiction had returned. Just as she stood there thinking to herself, she noticed a black sedan driving by. She felt like she was being watched Could Jeremy have stolen these from the mob or the government? She no longer felt safe. At this point, she could have been surrounded by enemies without even knowing it. In her paranoid state, she felt the best thing she could do was take a nap. After awaking from the nap, 
she noticed her large green friend was missing from her yard. This was a sign she could not refuse. She stood at the front door, waiting for Jeremy to return. After some time, the only car that pulled into the driveway was a police car. They came in to arrest Carrie and wait for Jeremy. In December of 2014, Jeremy and Carrie Lee Wallen were arrested for stealing 20 to 30 holiday decorations that had been scattered about their yard with no coherent theme. After getting a search warrant, the police found 50 to 75 other stolen items in what the police and local media sources called the Decoration Graveyard. The decorations were estimated to have cost around $2,000. Carrie had stated that she did not want to tell anyone about her suspicions of her husband, as she did not want to be in trouble either. Jeremy was sentenced to six months of jail, six years of probation, 200 hours of community service, and a need to complete a psychological evaluation. When asked about how his actions may have affected kids' feelings on Christmas, Jeremy laughed in court. When asked why he did what he did, Jeremy said, I tend to do dumb stuff, and that he thought it was fun. Since all of this, Jeremy has broken his probation by breaking the travel and drug use restrictions, gaining more time and punishments to his season. Now on house arrest, and equipped with an ankle monitor, we can rest assured knowing this petty criminal will be home for Christmas. (laughs) Okay. So I am honestly shocked by how steep that sentencing was for just stealing decorations. Yeah, I don't know exactly what his arrest records were like before. I do know that he was arrested for stealing Halloween decorations just two months before. And that might be why, because it's like, dudes, you're you're kind of in a way stealing, but also like intruding on people's property and also not vandalizing, I guess, but no. maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was a, like a bunch of different things. But then when you said that he laughed in court yeah. about ruining children's Christmas, then I was like, eh, maybe he did deserve it. Yeah, he didn't seem to really care that much. And that's why they wanted to do the psychological evaluation. They're like, dude, you were just in jail two months ago for Halloween decorations. What's wrong with you? And he also, when he broke probation with drug use, I imagine he probably had a history of drug-related arrests too. Right, right. And did Carrie get charged then? It said that she got arrested. She bailed out. It was a $1,000 bail. She paid it and got out. And I know that she, I think she got some sort of a probation, but she didn't go to jail. Okay. But I don't know how, I think she got herself more of an attorney and got herself out of it more. Okay. It I was wonder if they're him. still together. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the news outlets couldn't give a shit less about it, but I do. I feel like I think they were last time I had checked, but wow, that's a huge age difference. I mean, no judgment, do what you want to do, but mm-hmm. like, man, this punk ass kid is out here stealing your neighbor's <laughs> decorations. And the only way that reason why they got caught was because he stole a nine foot Grinch, plugged it in his front yard, and it was just down the street. The guy. <laughs> 
found it and was like, what the hell? Went and stole his thing back and then called the cops. Did it really say Frank on it? Or I, was they that didn't an, give the guy's okay. first name. <laughs> I was like, do people really like write their names on these inflatables? That would be really funny. Well, he did. It just, oh, okay. it just wasn't Frank. Okay. Okay. I think his last name was like Coleman or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's like picturing Frank like on the Grinch's ass, you know, like <laughs> property of Frank. <laughs> yeah, I got that idea from the movie Billy Madison. Oh, okay. When he's when his dad's like complained to Adam Sandler, he says, "I buy you all your clothes." And he's like, "Actually, this shirt belongs to Frank." <laughs> And he's like, well, whatever, you know what I mean? And as he's talking, he pulls up his shirt and it says Frank written on the bottom of it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, oh, my God. What a classic. Yeah, wow. Like, he didn't even steal tiny decorations, a nine-foot Grinch. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I was only able to find one picture of the house. Most of the pictures just show them side by side because they're a ridiculous couple. Yeah. But I kept the thing so I can find it to give it to you, but it really just looked like Christmas decorations threw up on a front yard. Wow. Made no sense together. Wow. 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 Well, I can't wait to see that. I've been recently watching the Christmas light fight where it's like the Christmas light competition that's on TV. Have you ever seen that? I've never even heard of it. I'm not surprised it's a thing, but yeah, I've never heard of it. It's like a real thing. My parents like recorded it for me at their house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's almost just as extra as something like those people did, but then they're just doing like a real shitty job of it of just like throwing oh. them all around. That's really weird. Yeah. Okay, well, well done. That was Just such a good Christmas crime. My God. Yeah, I was so happy when I found it. So mine is a story also from the news. However, this petty crime that I'm about to tell, it's honestly way different than any other one I've done. Ooh. I'll explain more afterwards, but before I start my story, I just wanted to say... Oh, the crime outside is frightful, but our show is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Wow. (laughs) So here we go. (laughs) The time has come, for it is Christmas time in the city. In this instance, the city is Ontario, Canada, in November of 2021. Anaya Tanner was a wonderful grandmother. She would give her grandchildren unlimited amounts of candy and let them watch Paw Patrol on repeat without getting annoyed at the theme song. Beyond her normal overindulging towards her grandkids, she knew that Christmas was the time she really needed to spoil them rotten. This year, Anaya had a 15-month-old granddaughter joining in on the holiday fun. She had only been three months old the previous Christmas, so Anaya wanted this year to be extra special. But what on earth do you get a 15-month-old? Surely her parents wouldn't approve of her receiving bags full of candy, and she really wasn't that fascinated with Paw Patrol like the older kids. She sighed as she remembered her son requesting that she give the kids more educational gifts this year. So just like any desperate grandmother looking for the perfect gift, 
she went to walmart.com. After hours of scrolling through the children's toys online, she paused on an item. The mixture of education, cuteness, and fun literally took her breath away. Plus, it was only $26. As she desperately gasped for air, she clicked add to cart and proceeded to check out. She knew that no one's gift would compare to hers, and she spent the next few weeks beaming with pride. Number one grandma right here. Christmas Eve had finally approached as Anaya went over to her son's house for their holiday gift exchange. The house smelled like cookies and peppermints as Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas played in the background. Anaya smiled as she greeted her family and sat down her tall stack of Christmas gifts. There was absolutely nothing that could ruin this evening, she thought. But Anaya thought wrong. The gift exchange was in full swing as Anaya's grandkids whined about receiving underwear from their parents and begged for Santa to bring them better gifts. These presents suck. Anaya's son gifted her the same perfume he gave her every year. And even though it smelled like cat urine, she smiled and hugged him anyway. Thanks for the cat piss, honey. The Paw Patrol and candy was a major hit with the older grandkids as they made snow angels in the massive pile of M&M's and Snickers bars. Now was the moment that Anaya had been waiting for. Her precious 15-month-old granddaughter was about to open her gift. With each tear of the wrapping paper, Anaya's heart began to race in excitement. Her eyes began to widen and her mouth dropped in anticipation as the toy's box began to peek out of the red and green paper. At last, the gift was unveiled to everyone and Anaya started to clap with joy. Her son and daughter-in-law smiled as they turned the box around to show off the new toy. It was a plush cactus toy inside of a tiny pot. It had large eyes and a kind red smile across its face. Anaya could barely contain herself as she explained that the dancing and talking cactus toy wiggled and sang educational songs in three different languages. The languages included English, Spanish, and Polish. Because the family spoke in both English and Polish, this was a real treat. The children began to chant in unison, turn it on, turn it on, as their fists began to hit the wooden floor. The parents quickly gathered up some AA batteries and started up the friendly looking cactus toy. Because of their Polish heritage, they selected the Polish song first. The cactus began to wiggle adorably, but the song lyrics that came out of its speaker were far from child-friendly. The song began rapping about doing five grams of cocaine and feeling alone and suicidal. There were many Polish curse words spewed from the plush doll as its hips wiggled round and round. The older children began to cry. (laughs) Anaya's daughter-in-law immediately covered her 15-month-old's ears and Anaya was left completely and utterly speechless. 
Her son knocked out the batteries from inside of the toy as they slowly rolled across the hardwood floors. What was supposed to be the perfect gift ended up as a Christmas nightmare. It turns out that many parents around the world had received this seemingly innocent-looking cactus toy and heard the foul Polish lyrics. Many complaints were sent to Walmart, but it took them months before they actually pulled the toy from their website. Walmart did issue a statement saying, these items are sold by a third-party seller on our Marketplace website. We are removing the items while we look into this complaint further. The Polish song was actually created by a rapper named Sypis, who had no idea that his song was being used in the children's toy. The toy was manufactured in China, and the Polish rapper does plan on taking legal action against them for using his music without permission. Who knows how many Christmases this cactus has ruined this year. But now we all know that even the most innocent of toys can end up on Santa's naughty list. Wow, that really was very different. Yeah, there's not an actual one criminal that I based the story off of. I've never done one like that where there wasn't one specific bad guy. Like, it's a company that made this, Mm -hmm. but none of the articles even really said what the company's name was or anything. I'm sure you can look it up. But I do have to clarify a few details of this story. So, like I said, this was the first story I've ever done that wasn't based on a singular petty criminal. But, good God, I had to do it. Mm -hmm. Also... I wanted to let everyone know that Anaya Tanner is a real Polish grandmother who purchased the item in Canada for her 15-month-old granddaughter. However, she actually listened to the toy before giving it to her granddaughter. So it wasn't exactly like my story told where she gave it to her and Christmas was ruined. I just thought it made for better suspension and just for a better storytelling experience. But um, you can find videos of Anaya talking to lots of different news media outlets. She shows videos of the toy wiggling its hips and the rapper's voice singing all these Polish foul lyrics. And I just thought for the sake of this crazy gift, I had to word it in this way to tell the story. You know what I mean? I totally get that. Also, there are probably lots of other families out there that will have this experience where they didn't listen to it beforehand and they're going to give it to these kids. Or a lot of families probably don't know Polish, so a lot of them probably don't even know (laughs) what it is teaching their children. Is it a straight-up sample of the rap song? Like, is it the rap song, or is it the cactus singing like a cartoony voice? No. It sounds like a man rapping. (laughs) I will have to play it for you afterwards so you can hear it. Okay, so it's a straight-up sample. Yeah. I, I personally wouldn't be upset if I found out that Like, imagine if they had, like, some weird cartoon raccoon or something that was, like, sad and doing breakup music and it was playing, like, (laughs) my old album or something. I would be all over that. I know. Realistically, he can probably get some money by taking him to court, I would say. Oh, I'm sure. I would think. But the cactus itself, now that you kind of know the backstory, when you see the thing, it probably looks a little more sinister than what it's supposed to look. Mm -hmm. 
But I could see how people would buy it. I mean, it's singing in three languages. It's, it is really cute. It like almost does the hula, this little cactus. Mm-hmm. But damn, can you believe? And it was on there, I believe it was for five months after complaints were coming in. And then Walmart finally took it down after this woman went viral on these videos showing anyone who would listen, like, don't get this for your kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is so crazy that something can be mass produced and not get caught or stopped in the process. Yeah. And I don't know how Walmart works with like their marketplace or third party selling, but it was just on their site, like a normal shopping experience. So you would think that they would look into that. Walmart's website is no different than like eBay or Amazon where anybody can sell on it. I mean, you could probably, you could probably somehow get Mandy's mysteries on Walmart. Oh, okay. That's crazy to me. Mm -hmm. They got to compete. You have to see these videos of the toy itself and the grandmother. I mean, she's honestly pretty funny. She'll play it and kind of be like, are you kidding me? Like, what? (laughs) And then on the video I was watching where they were talking about it on a Canadian news channel, they even showed a small little portion of the actual rapper Sipus's music video, and it's like in sepia, and it looks (laughs) really dramatic. And I'm just like, why in the world would they choose that? Yeah. It was so random. (laughs) This dramatic sepia piece of art being (laughs) sang by a cactus. Isn't it kind of beautiful? Yeah, it is kind of cute. Oh, my God. I wonder if you can still buy it somewhere. I mean, it's gone kind of viral. Like, I've seen it mm-hmm. on people's social medias talking about it and, like, on all these different news channels. So, I'm like, I wonder if people want to buy them now. I bet at least people that bought it first can probably sell it on eBay trying to take advantage that it's a story. You dude, know? dude, I bet. I'm going to have to look into that. But, yeah, I had to do it even though there's not, like, one actual bad guy and charges haven't necessarily even really been filed but the artist did make a statement saying he was going to press charges Mm -hmm. so but you know also what the hell just getting that gift and hearing those lyrics about drug use cursing and suicide (laughs) when she was going to give it to her 15 month old granddaughter i had to do it i like that that just shows how flexible and fun we can be with our Way of doing the show. Yeah. With our format. I liked it. At first I saw it and I was like, well, how in the hell am I going to do this? And then I was like, Psh, this can work. Like, yeah. I can make this happen. So, yeah, we can do these weird little stories and it, it'll work out. So, because yeah, it's still evil in the world. Right. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. I hope everyone out there just has a really good Christmas. Like we said, I think last week, whether you be eating alone or with friends and family or, you know, doing a bunch of gifts or just spending quality time with people, like whatever it is you want to do, like, I hope you're doing that. Yeah. Whatever your beliefs or denomination, or if you don't believe in anything or you don't even celebrate Christmas. Right. Have a good end of the year. Yeah. Because I'm sure that you're getting like a long weekend out of it regardless. I hope. Yeah. I only am because... I'm using PTO for it, but hey. Oh, that's just... My company doesn't believe in giving holidays off. Oh my God. (laughs) That is awful. Yeah, I have to use my own vacation just to have Christmas. Well, it's on a Saturday, so I don't have to use vacation. Yeah. Oh, awful, awful. Well... Yeah, no matter what you're doing, I hope it's great. I know here in Missouri, we've been having 
the weirdest weather. So I really am curious what the weather will be like on actual Christmas. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna get snow on it, but who knows? I don't. I don't think so either. But after the randomness we've experienced lately, where it's like seventy-five one day and thirty-nine degrees the next. I don't know. Yeah. Things are getting real weird. So everyone stay safe out there. Grandmas, don't get run over by a reindeer. And (laughs) just remember that no matter the crime, big or small, in the end, we're all doomed. Doomed and cranking that Mariah scary. Yes. Oh, and that was our connection, by the way. Yes, I wanted to say that. (laughs) All right. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to Seriously Sinister. If you have a true petty crime story to share, please email us at seriouslysinisterpodcast at gmail.com or send us a Facebook message. If you would like to support our show, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, tell your friends about this podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Seriously Sinister Podcast. And on Twitter at Seriously Sin Pod. Shout out to Trevin for writing all of the original music you hear and for producing our show. Follow him and his music at Fiesta Maiden on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Facebook. And credit to Miranda Lucas for our awesome logo. You can find her on Instagram at MirandaLucas26. All stories are written by myself and Trevin, and all stories are based on actual, true, petty crimes.